Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another episode of the Steelers Burning Question. Last week, I was on, but I wasn't by myself. I was joined by Chris Carter of DKPittsburghSports.com, and I appreciate him big time for joining us. I am going to have him back on the show, but we're back to our normal The Burning Question, which this week, we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit unique. I am going to be handling the show a little bit different than I normally do. We'll put it that way. I am going to be doing a show that is going to be more involved with the people in the live chat. I'm going to be looking to the live chat for more responses than I normally do. Because usually I go and I take my spiel and I say what I want to say and I answer the question. And then I say, okay, what are your questions? But tonight... I'm looking for the people in the live chat, so hopefully we have a lot of people joining in soon and are ready to talk about some Pittsburgh Steelers, because I'll tell you what, news is everywhere, it's a lot of fun, and for us, and when I say us, I'm talking about the people that produce these episodes, that give you this content, five, six episodes during the season, seven episodes, podcast episodes a week. It's great to have news to talk about, because it can be difficult in the offseason. So here's the question. This week's burning question is, what needs to go right for the Steelers to contend in 2019? Okay, that is the burning question this week. That is, what needs to go right for the Steelers to contend in 2019? Now, before we get into any discussion about this, I do want to rule out one answer. Injuries. Because that's obvious. In my opinion, it's obvious. It's obvious that any team that gets bitten by the injury bug in a really, really big position or in a big way, you're going to eliminate yourselves from contention most of the time. There are always outliers. Think about Nick Foles with the Eagles leading them to a Super Bowl victory uh, after Carson Wentz gets hurt. But what else is there that needs to go right? For the Steelers. And so if you're in the live chat right now, please, please, please be active. This is going to be one of those shows where I'm going to look for a lot of responses, and I'll definitely give you credit. So first up, Ali says, win the turnover battle, and they win the Super Bowl. It's hard to disagree with that looking at last season. It was very, very bad. But let's go through some more as they start to come in. What needs to go right for the Steelers to contend? Um Swifty Pool says, I personally feel the defense needs to go to be a top 10 defense more so in points against compared to yardage. I like that. Uh, Snowman says, beat the heck out of the AFC. David Harris, red zone. I think that he didn't specify offense or defense, but it could be both. Um, I remember a few years ago, there was a defense that was a bend, don't break. But when it came down to the red zone, they were... They stiffened up and they did. They kept teams out of the end zone, and so that was good. Um, Steeler fan nineteen, the things that need to go right. The Steelers are number one. Luck. There is a lot of luck involved. Two, control the clock. Three, play great defense. Four, create turnovers. And five, stay focused. That's true. Those might seem very general, but if you think back to last year, such as the stay focused, I talk about the drama. I mean, my gosh, it's incredible how much drama there was. Mark Davidson says turnovers. Can't disagree there. Daniel with a good one. Our secondary, meaning the Steelers' secondary defense needs to improve overall. Shield 91 says needs to up our defensive line and bring their A game. 
the defensive line at, at shield. I got to ask, are you talking about their run defense, their ability to penetrate and sack the quarterback? Um, I think the Steelers defensive line is pretty solid, but I'd be curious to hear what you think more about that. Mark says the refs, which clearly is a joke as he writes, ha 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 afterwards, but I get it. The officials can play a role in outcomes of games. Unfortunately, hint, hint, wink, wink last year's chargers game at Heinz field. Um, Reginald says cut down on penalties. That's a good one. Well, you guys are on point tonight, man on point. This is great. Um, suplexes winning challenges were, uh, and they're going 11 and five this year. I wish it was as simple as winning some challenges and it'd be 11 and five, but still they could, that could benefit them in 2019 is Mike Tomlin finally winning a few. Uh, it's here. Ryan says, I believe that chemistry and turnovers are key. Have a chip on our shoulder and the relationships make men fight for each other. It's hard to disagree with that as well. You hear a lot of these reports in training camp and they're like, my goodness, a lot of people are talking about how this team chemistry is really, really, really good right now. And it's not that it was bad in the, in the past, but it's better now. That's a key there. Uh, Snowman says more pressure on the quarterbacks. They're getting sacks, but pressure can be an issue. I agree with that. Vodka drinker puts $2 in the live chat. Um, <laughs> I didn't even read it yet. He says, I love the baseball fight with the Bucks and the Reds. For those that are watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my old school Willie Stargell Pirates t-shirt. Um, I love this shirt because it's popped and, and I, you know, watching the highlights of him when I was a kid, but here's the thing. Uh, vodka drinker used the, the super chat feature. So I'll take a second to explain what that is for those that are on YouTube. You know, I'm reading through a lot of these responses and I might have to skip over a few, especially when we get to the Q and a section of the show. And if you have a question you really want answered, you don't have to use this. I want to preface that you do not have to use this, but you can. What you do is where it says chat publicly at BTSC Steelers Radio on the right. There's a little dollar sign. You click that dollar sign. You enter any amount of money and it goes directly to the show and it highlights your question like vodka drinkers there below and you're guaranteed to answer it. Guaranteed. There you have it. So vodka drinker. I thought that baseball fight without getting on a tangent was insane absolutely insane you see benches clearing before and the pitchers running out from the outfield that was nuts that was in the dugout basically that was manager manager player player it was nuts crazy crazy chaos there's something about pittsburgh and there's something about cincinnati that just don't go well together i'll <laughs> put it that way so there you have that dave schofield obviously contributor to the website and our podcast platform he says uh pass because we want to not because we have to. That's I like that. I really like that. Pass because you want to, not because you have to. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, let's see here. Shield ninety one said his thing about sacks on the quarterbacks. He's referencing his comment previously about the defensive line. Defensive line has put up some sacks. Shield. I don't want to call you out here or anything, but I mean, when Javon Hargrave puts up six and a half last year, I want to say Cameron Hayward had about eight. If he had eight or nine, that's that's 14 and a half sacks on the defensive line, not counting to it, who I think had around six as well. That's not horrible. I would like to see them get better with, you know, not necessarily needing to sack the quarterback, but letting these linebackers run now. Vince Williams, say what you want. He's a good downhill linebacker. And if you get him free in the backfield, he can make plays in the run game. Devin Bush is smaller, so if you can keep, uh, those linemen from getting to the second level, he's going to be able to run free and use his athleticism. Same with Mark Barron. So although I agree with you to an extent, I think that in my opinion, if I'm looking for something with the defensive line, it's more about 
think about those classic three, four defensive line. Aaron Smith, Brett Kiesel, they were so good at that. So we'll keep that in mind. Um, Mark says, uh, just a comment, I like how the teams, uh, Mark Davison says, I like how teams like the Cowboys have drama this year and the Steelers are drama-free for the moment. I just knocked on wood for you there, Mark. I agree. It's been nice. It has been nice. Um, let's hear. Ali says, stop wasting roster spots on number one, been there, done that, guys, and two, special teams only players. Um, yeah, I guess I could see some of your points there, Ali. I, I don't feel like the there's a lot of guessing with the 53-man roster this year. It's just, it seems pretty cut and dry to me. Um, Merritt says, don't let Mike Tomlin decide when to challenge. That's why they brought in Terrell uh, Austin. We'll see how that plans out. Um, Suplex Tyler says, O-line needs to prove they're still good without Mike Munchak. I don't think there's going to be that much of a drop-off this year or maybe even next year or maybe even the year after that. It's going to be when this group of offensive linemen rotate or you know they're done and they start to retire or go on to other places that's when you'll see if sean Serrett really has what it takes right now i mean these guys have been tutored by mike munchak for month for years so they're going to be able to take what he taught them and, and put that into place so i don't think it's going to be really gauged this season but maybe you'll see something actually improve i don't know we'll see i have no idea let's see here um Steelers fan 19, Jeff, what do you think about Benny Snell's stats are going to be? Um, I would say that Benny Snell will finish, I'll say, a, a touchdowns. I'll say three touchdowns, and I'll say he'll have about 400 yards rushing and maybe 400 might be generous. 400 yards rushing, and we'll say... 90 yards receiving. There you go. We'll throw, throw him some screen passes. Get him out in the flat and let him do his damage that way. So here we go. Um, let's see here. Oh, let's go back to what the ultimate question was here, the, the driving question here, and that was obviously what needs to happen for the Steelers to contend in 2019. So if you're just learn, joining us in the live chat, that's the focus here. What needs to happen? So people have talked about turnovers, they talked about penalties. Uh, Suplex Tyler says O-line needs to prove they're still good without Munchak. That was the last one I just read. Um, let's see here. If you had to sign in, Ken from New Jersey joins us. I know he's been, you know, Rod Young says he's, <laughs> the diamond nickel defense need to be great. Rod's comment. I Sorry, Rod. We're getting a lot of comments. I'm trying to do as best I can. He says that the diamond nickel defense, it's a sub package team. Absolutely. That's what needs to happen. Um, I think that's, that's definitely going to be something here. All right. So Boswell, thank you. Someone said Boswell, <laughs> Boswell needs to get back to form. If I were thinking about this, just to kind of put a cap on the, the end of this question, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, to me, I would say, that the Pittsburgh Steelers, outside of injuries, they need to be a very good red zone offense again. And they need to run the ball in the red zone again. Because when it comes down to it, you can have a team that can put up a ton of yards. You can throw the ball for 5,000 yards. But ultimately, if you can't score when it matters, when the field gets short, it's all for naught. People want to blame Chris Boswell last year, and rightfully so. He made some really bad mistakes. But if they wouldn't have settled for field goals 
he wouldn't have been out there for anything more than extra points. So keep that in mind. I'm also going to say that the defensive secondary, and that's from the, you know, inside linebackers that might be dropping back, and especially the safeties and cornerbacks, they need to be more aggressive. Um, when you had to rely on Cody Sensenball last year as your starting cornerback, you're going to get just very bland coverages. You're not going to have the opportunity to really go after passes. They just didn't have the playmakers. So with Steven Nelson, I think that they need to be aggressive. They need to create turnovers. They need to make sure that they're trying to get extra possessions for the offense. And speaking of the offense, another facet is protect the stupid football. It sounds so elementary, but it's so important. Ben Roethlisberger threw some really bad interceptions last year. James Conner, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, it was Steven Ridley, who is no longer on the team, had some critical fumbles at some critical junctures. It just can't happen that way. So the, the Steelers need to protect the football. From a coaching standpoint, my goodness, guys, get your act together. Let's have better game plans. Let's be willing, in my opinion, to abandon a game plan a little bit earlier if it's just not working. There's no reason to bang your head against the wall over and over again if what you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. So in week one, when the Steelers travel to Foxborough to play the Patriots, my goodness, if the man coverage you have in place is getting shredded, abandon it right away. I don't think it will because we'll talk about that as it gets closer. But at the same time, it's just an example don't just sit there and continually bang your head against the wall over and over again. And lastly, special teams in general has to improve. The punting game with Jordan Berry, the kicking game with Chris Boswell, the coaching with, I mean, how many times did we see penalties on the special teams units last season? That's a Danny Smith thing. Coach these guys to not hold on punt and kick returns. Coach these guys to not jump off sides repeatedly on a field goal block situation. Coach these guys up. I honestly think that this Steelers football team can be really, really good if they can do those things. And I didn't list a lot of stuff. Have a good red zone offense. Secondary's got to play aggressive. Because I think they're going to get sacks anyway, so I'm not going to mention that. Protect the football on offense and coach them up better. Be more flexible in your coaching. And I think they can contend. People are talking about the Browns. Give me a break. I'll believe the Browns when the Browns are actually legitimate in the second half of the season. People are talking about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. You know what? That's fine. RG3's there too. He can tell him exactly what's going to happen to him if he runs the ball for more than 28 times a game for a full season. His career won't be very long. I'll tell you what's going to happen. And then the Bengals, my goodness, sometimes I feel bad for them. Not really, I don't. Um, A.J. Green's going to be missing time. They're saying now, and we ran this on our site, that he might miss the Steelers game in week four because of that ankle injury that required surgery. They just can't seem to catch a break. They have a new coach. They still have Andy Dalton, a quarterback. You know what? The AFC North is up for grabs. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like Ben Roethlisberger. I have this team as 13-3. and three. Dave Schofield can say that. Um, I, I I know that Brian Anthony Davis, we were all there on the prediction show. I said 13-3. and three, I'm going to stick by my guns. This team's going to shock a lot of people. Well, Mr. Third and Fifth is out in Oakland running his mouth with his hot air balloons. And while the rapper formerly known as Le'Veon Bell is up in New York and he's doing Instagram videos about how people need to calm down and shut up, you know what? There's, it's gone. It's gone. The drama's gone. Someone said that in the live chat, so there you go. I actually think that this 
this Pittsburgh Steelers team is going to be pretty good. I really do. All right, so it's at this point in the show where you get to ask some questions. We had some questions earlier. We kind of got off on a tangent. Didn't want to do that. Try to refocus. Stay focused. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. And so now it's time to ask some questions. If you have a question, go ahead and fire away in the live chat. I'll answer any Steelers questions that you may have to the best of my ability, and I'll make sure that you all can get a chance to have your question answered. So a lot of people want to know questions about like wide receiver depth, tight end depth. Are they going to go out and get any free agents? They picked up a free agent today. Um, he's a cornerback by trade, but typically a special teams guy. They were looking for someone like that. Uh, so, you know, they are making moves. They did free up that $3.9 million that Dave talked about a lot in his show last night. The Steelers Stat Geeks. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead. And I guess while I'm waiting for any questions to roll in here, let me preface this by saying that <clears throat> the state of our podcast platform is very, very good. Our numbers are very, very good. We are three people away from 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So for all you people that have been listening to our podcast and said, I'm going to go and subscribe, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. 3,000 is not our ultimate goal. It's just the next goal. And we really appreciate that. But we're going to have a lot of good content. So listen to what your in-season schedule is going to look like. And a lot of people say, man, we wish you guys had a time and dates. I wish we did too. But you know what? I've got five kids at home. And so when they go to bed is when I can do my podcast. Sometimes they go to bed early. Sometimes they go to bed late. I really wish I could say we're always going to be at 9 o'clock or we're always going to be at 930. But Dave has kids. Brian has kids. Lance is on the West Coast. And Lance has kids. Um, I just kind of sounded like a rhyming guy there, but still. So here's the here's the layout. So during the season, let's say a game is on Sunday, Lance and I will be on the Steelers post game show. Okay, so that's one podcast. The next day is the Steelers hangover with Brian, Anthony, and possibly Dave. That's your second podcast. Then after that, we have your Steelers Stat Geek or my show, and that's going to be your third podcast. Then you have the standard is a standard. That's another podcast. And you have my show or Dave's show, whichever wasn't there. Another podcast. And the Steelers preview. And then we're going to have the Yeah, I Said It. Lance's show is going to be on YouTube on Saturdays. Wow, mind-blowing. It's incredible. It's growing because you guys are listening and taking in the content. If you guys didn't listen, we wouldn't be doing it. So absolutely, thank you. We really appreciate it. All right, so we have some questions coming in. Let's get right to it. Ken from New Jersey. He really he goes back to the blog talk days. I appreciate Ken. Any reports on Ola's pass coverage? This is something that a lot of people haven't been asking about because everyone's been talking about Ola Denye and his pass rushing skills. No one's talking about his pass, his pass coverage skills. That's his weakness, in my opinion. And he is going to be, and if I'm going to draw a comparison, he would be the Bengals Carl Lawson for the Steelers. He could be a guy that possibly comes in an obvious pass rushing downs and just rushes the quarterback. That's what he's there for. So maybe it's a Bill Coward to Greg Lloyd rush, 
the quarterback, or maybe it's a try to develop his past a past coverage skills so that if Bud Dupree does leave after the season, he can become that full-time player. But I do think that that's obviously where it is. His weaknesses lie. All right. Um, David Harris gives us a dollar in the tip jar. We appreciate that. Um, let's hear Ken says, I remember when you guys were pushing for 1,000 subscribers. Great job, guys. I I honestly can't take much credit for it other than just scrapping together some guys that like to talk about the Steelers. All right, so Kathy Ford said $2 in the tip jar. I appreciate it. They said, what happened to Switzer? Switzer today, Sean Ryan Switzer, slot cornerback return man. He had a quad pool. Uh, something he's being evaluated. He might miss a couple days. I don't think, from what I've read, that it is considered serious, so that's good. Um, let's see here. Do you think Hodges, talking about Devlin Hodges, can take the third third string quarterback over Dobbs? Well, first and foremost, you're assuming that Mason Rudolph wins the second and that Dobbs is third. Uh, next, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, reports of Hodges is that his mechanics are strange. He's a smaller guy. Not that he can't do it, but hey, we'll see. Preseason's his time to shine. He'll get plenty of opportunities. Uh, let's see here. Vodka Drinker gives $6.66 in the tip jar. He said, I play Texas Hold'em for a living. Sometimes you play the hand you get dealt. The Steelers team is solid. I like that. I like it a lot. Mark Davidson puts uh, $5 in in the tip jar. We appreciate that, Mark. He says, what are your thoughts on choosing a starting quarterback for any team? Would you rather a quarterback battle or just choose the guy that you want? Okay. Um... Let me see here. Would you rather a quarterback battle or choose the guy that you want? I mean, to me, if you look at the Steelers situation, well, Ben's your starter. And then other than that, I don't think that they have a aforementioned player in mind between Dobbs and Rudolph. And if you want to throw Hodges in there, you can. I don't think that they have a, a player in mind that's like, he's the next guy. He's the number two. and He's a three. They're just going to let it play out. I honestly do believe that. They're just going to let it play out because it – Last year showed me something. When everyone assumed that uh, Landry Jones was just going to win the job and everyone else was just there and everyone thought Joshua Dawes was going to be gone, Landry Jones was gone. And so it told me that it's not about what you've done in the past. It's about what you're doing right now, and they outplayed him. So for me, there you go. Uh, Steelers fan 19 says, uh, hey, Jeff, do you think Devin Bush can win defensive rookie of the year? Absolutely. Absolutely, he can. When I watch some highlights of this guy, and um, I think it was Dave that yelled at me the other night when I compared him to Kendrell Bell. Uh, Kendrell Bell is a rookie. He was so dynamic, powerful, smart, and he was just all over the field. And I remember I got his jersey. I was super pumped. And then a year later, he couldn't stay healthy. His ankles were always high ankle sprains left and right. I am not. I just knocked on wood. I'm not putting the Kendrell Bell curse on Devin Bush. Not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that his rookie season where he won defensive rookie of the year, I see some similarities there. Absolutely. I say Suplex Tyler says, hey Jeff, you should be the head coach instead of Tomlin. <laughs> While I thank you for that compliment, I am not qualified to be the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. If when I talk in certain tones and in certain ways I may sound like a coach, it is probably because I had 13 years experience coaching at a, a varsity sport at the high school level. And so I had plenty 
of speeches to my teens and trying to get them motivated and get them fired up and get them ready to go. And I guess it's sometimes that bleeds into my show. Uh, I, I'm passionate. It's a, this is a passion for me. And uh, I, I hope that's what you see the fans that listen to these, that watch these shows, that read the content on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. The one thing that delineates us from people like the Pittsburgh Tribune Review or the DK Pittsburgh Sports or the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette is that we are fans. We can say that this is our passion, that we are like you. And we're going to use this platform for the fans, whereas, you know, other people have to hide their, if they are fans of the team, they grew up in the area, they can't say it. They have to be quiet about it. And they can't, that's different. That's not us. So for me, we are fans. This is a passion. I appreciate you guys watching. All right, let's go. Uh, Edmonds, year two um, expectations. I expect Terrell Edmonds to have a really good season this year. I'm thinking three interceptions. I'm thinking he's going to be way more active in the secondary. And he gave an article. We're going to run an article on this tomorrow. He had some quotes. Um, I want to say it was Joe Rudder of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review where he was talking about how he absolutely feels more comfortable. He can react. And I've been saying this all offseason. You watched Terrell Edmonds last year. He was slow because he was mentally processing, and then he would actually go and make the play. What you're hoping to see now is there's no more of that mental processing. is just read, react, and go make a play. You saw this with Troy Palomalu, and I am no way, shape, or form comparing him to Troy. What I'm saying is that I can see the fact that he is going to be able to just read the play, use his athleticism. I hear he's in phenomenal shape. All good news, we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Ken says that Rudolph has been more consistent in practice. Dobbs is up and down. Neither are spectacular. That's what I've heard too, Ken, um, that neither of these two guys are really playing lights out, but that Dobbs especially has been not good. We'll put it that way, that he's been not good. I, I know in the first practice, Ben left the field because it was his turn for a break. Here comes Dobbs as a number two. First two passes, interceptions. Third pass, he overthrows a wide open receiver in the end zone. Not very good. So, um, E-Man, hey, Jeff, do you think Stefan Tuit has reached his ceiling? I truly believe this guy's a beast. Uh, he flashed here and there. The one thing about Stefan Tuit, he's always been hurt. It hasn't been an injury that has knocked him out. It's been injuries like an elbow or a triceps. That's huge for a defensive lineman who is living their life pushing. If you know anything about the biomechanics of the body and kinesiology, which is something I do know a lot about, you know about the lever system and all those that require the triceps usage in the, that position in football. Very, very difficult. If he can stay healthy and not have to have this giant brace on his arm, I think he can be really, really good and live up to all the money that he got. Absolutely. All right, Felicia's in here. We missed you, Felicia. She's been she's puts twenty bucks in the tip jar. She says, I've been missing the live chats, but I catch it later. Tomlin said that Brian Chazier has been wor working hands on with Bush. I can't wait to see how he does during the preseason. This is true. And Ryan Chazier was at training camp today for the first time this preseason, uh, this training camp. And yeah, Devin Bush described his relationship with Chazier as he's like a big brother. And not only does that kind of warm your heart. But it also is really cool that Shazier is man enough to say, you know what, you were drafted to basically fill my shoes that were I left, and I'm still going to help you. I'm not going to have this 
air about me, this arrogance that I'm going to say, you know what? No, I'm not going to help you. He's not that way. Team player. The team's look after him, looking after him. He's looking after the team. Huge shout out to Ryan Chazier. Let's see here. Um, I have a few more questions before we call this a show. Let's see here. Let's see if we get a couple more here. Uh, so Philip says he's up for, for the for opening question. For us to contend, we need to turn over the ball less than we take away the ball. You look at the teams. This is something Lance and I did a couple shows ago. If you look at the teams that were in the playoffs last year, it was only, I think, two teams. It might have been the Chargers. I know the Ravens were one. It might have been just one other team that actually made the postseason with a negative turnover ratio, meaning they gave the, they gave the ball away more than they took it away. It's very rare. If you are on the plus side of that margin, you're typically going to be contending for a postseason berth. And the Steelers were contending last year with an awful turnover ratio. So it, it is something they need to improve upon. Um, luck, which is something that somebody brought up earlier, that luck is something that it happens a lot. But you think about, I know the Steelers had one of these last season where a ball was tipped in the line of scrimmage and it gets popped up and, and they intercept it. And that's, some might blame it on the quarterback. Sometimes it's just, it's just dumb luck. I mean, the defender throws his arm up and it, hits it and it goes into the lap of another player so for me luck plays a big role in turnovers you know and, and whether you get that fumble recovery before it goes out of bounds and stuff like that all right so um suplex says sean davis season expectations if i said that um terrell edmonds is gonna have three picks i'll take sean davis with three as well i think sean davis is gonna have a good year this is only his first i think this is his first time in his NFL career, that he's going to be able to play next to somebody else at the same position for two straight seasons. And that's important. That's really important. And so he's going to, if he can stay healthy, I think he and Edmonds can make one very good one-two punch. So that tandem in the backfield it could be, in the secondary, could be really, really good. So there you have it. Um, Evans E-Man says, thanks for the show. I listened to religiously. I've been following for over a year now. It's by far the best dealers podcast out there. I, I cannot say thank you enough to all you guys. And it may sound cheesy and it may sound corny, but I want you all to understand that when we started this stuff, and I'm talking about myself and Lance Williams it, five plus years ago when I wasn't even the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And the first time I ever spoke to Lance Williams, ever heard his voice was live on a podcast for blog talk radio. I didn't even know what he was like. I didn't know what he sounded like. I didn't know what kind of takes he was going to bring to the show. And here we are a little over five years later, and we have a YouTube channel that's successful. We have a, a growing podcast platform. We're offering six to seven podcasts a week. And we just hope that you guys are really happy with the content and that's why i said you know in itunes we have some comments on there from way back when if you listen on on podcast the i the podcast itunes podcast go on and leave a good comment give us a five-star rating because it can get some of those old ones out of there when this audio wasn't that good and the content wasn't as consistent you know we do this for you all and so i know that for me 
one of the reasons why I've always wanted to do this this many shows is that when I turn on Sports Talk Radio, which I love, and that's one of the reasons why I do podcasts, when I listen to Sports Talk Radio, national media, I get so sick and tired of hearing about the Cowboys and the Giants and the Eagles, basically the NFC East, that all I want to hear about is the Steelers. Like I don't want to hear about um, the 49ers. I don't want to hear about the, the Rams or the Chargers or any other team. I want to hear about the flipping Steelers. So I say, you know what? If I'm sick of it, I'm, I'm going to do something about it. Anyone can just sit there and complain. Well, let's do something about it. So we're obviously trying to give you as much content as you can take. Hopefully you like it. <laughs> Hopefully you like it. So what's coming up here? Um, for us on this on the website, obviously behind the steel curtain.com is going to have over 10 articles a day for everything from training camp recaps to just basic articles about the upcoming season. Uh, Lance did an extra, yeah, I said it. I'm going to try to publish that either tomorrow or Friday. So make sure you check that out. That'll only be on our audio platforms. Saturday, he will be on doing this live on YouTube. So make sure you're looking out for him on Saturday. And that's why you need to subscribe to the channel because when you're on the when you subscribe to the channel, you get a notification when we go live. That way you don't miss anything because people have been clamoring to see Lance Williams on this platform talking about yeah, I said it. And I'm one of those people. I really am. I want to see him on YouTube. I want to see him interact with the live chat. I think it's gonna be awesome, hysterical, all at the same time. So make sure you check that out. So um here we go. This has been the show, been a good show. I'm glad for all the participation in the live chat. Anyone that's been with us, we appreciate it. Here we go. We got one more. Snowman chimes in with one more uh, super chat. I got to answer it now. Snowman for five bucks in the tip jar. We appreciate it. The Steelers play for number seven. Who do you want to play? Ken got it right. If you're in the live chat right below him, it's who I predicted. If the Steelers get in the Super Bowl, I think they play the Cowboys. We're going old school. And let me just say that the Steelers are going to rectify that Super Bowl 30 outcome. You heard it here, folks. Book it. Book it. But until then, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of said website. And as Lance always says, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you on another episode of The Steelers Burning Question.